You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 3, Episode 15, titled... Welcome everyone to another edition of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Bill, how are you doing and what's one word that you would say to describe this past half hour? I'm doing good. Um, my one word, oof. Um, I think my one word to describe this half hour would be interesting. Okay. I, I couldn't really think of a you know a good word, but I'll just use interesting for this one. Sure. So let's recap the half hour from Gamer's Little Playground, and mm-hmm. then we have the Board of Love and Hate returning later in this episode. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it. We were in Beast Castle as we left off last time. Yes. So we are about to have a big dinner. With Belle and Beast, and apparently Sora, Donald, and Goofy are also invited because, you know, Beast's uh, people or objects. Hold on, did you say a big dinner? Yeah, remember, it was going to be like a dance and dinner. Oh, see, I just looked at it as a dance. I I, actually did not think dinner was included in the dance. I don't know. You know what? I I think I'm thinking of the movie. Yeah, and even in the movie... The dinner and the dance are pretty spread apart from each they other. They are. They are. <laughs> when all of a sudden there's a member of Organization 13 in the same room. And he tells Beast that he's taking something near and dear to his heart. And as Beast is starting to chase him, Belle says to herself, Not tonight. So we get this battle with the Heartless and the Nobodies. And then after that, we go into Beast's room. And we find out that his rose has been taken. Which is a big deal because I don't think in the previous games, if we saw the rose, it probably wasn't for that long. Right, now we're getting a backstory, we're getting the official backstory for the ruse. Yes. So, and I, and I kind of jumped a little bit. The person that has this road, his name is Zaldin. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think you're going to love my comparison for this one. Okay. He's a mix, his look is a mix of Elvis Presley okay. and, and, and Glenn Zan- or Danzig. The singer. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's a fair comparison. Although I was not expecting an Elvis Presley reference in this episode. Uh, (laughs) A little bit bit of Slotborn, Jimmy. Slotborn. Are you nothing but a hound dog? (laughs) Crying all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... We're Stitch. 
good question. I, <laughs> After I all this Elvis talk. <laughs> I think he's dancing to his greatest hits right now. Um, so Beast tells Belle and Sora to leave. And, you know, Sora's actually protecting Belle in this. Because he's like, you don't have to take this from him, Belle. And, you know, Belle's kind of depressed and leaving. So then Sora has a conversation with the servants. And we get the backstory to the Rose. Mm -hmm. And at one point, Sora's kind of a jerk because he's like, well, then maybe the beast should get it on his own. Wow. I know. And it's like, after everything Beast has done for you, this yeah, is how, how you... Don't you remember when uh, Donald and Goofy abandoned Sora and who was exactly. the only one to stand by Sora in Kingdom Hearts 1? Exactly. <laughs> after everything he did for you. But... It's a good thing Beast didn't hear it. So he goes back to Beast. And Sora, Donald, and Goofy basically tell Beast that because of him, they gained confidence and believed in themselves. So they decide to go look for Zoldan and the Rose. So they go outside and here's Belle. She's standing outside as well. Looks like out of her room. And Belle looks down. And here's Goofy. He's doing his silly wave. I'm, surpri <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't hear him going, Ha, Belle! <laughs> and then Donald is jumping up and down. And then Belle turns around. And there's the rose. The rose is just there. But it's a trap. Right. Zaldin kidnaps her. So now Zaldin tells the beast he has to make a choice. Either Belle or the Rose. And Belle or Beast, pardon me, Beast doesn't take too long to decide. He says Belle. But as he does it, Bell gives a good elbow to Zaldin's stomach. Mm -hmm. She grabs the rose and she starts to run the hundred meter dash. Right. It's <laughs> a pretty big and courtyard. I, yeah, and and I think she got beat by several runners. And Beast is charging to the you know to Zaldin, and we get the battle, and Beast and them won. So then, after that's over, Beast has well, a converse. Well, hold on. Can I, can, I, can I stop you for a second? Yes, yes. Because this is the point where we, after you beat Zaldin this time, it's time for another secret Ansem report. All you right. obtain secret Ansem report number four. Okay. And so here I go reading secret Ansem report number four. The distant days spent in that beautiful paradise are an illusion to me now. How long have I been there, banished into the realm of nothingness? It is only by relying upon my anger and hatred that I have been able to retain my sense of self here, where all existence is nullified. 
My heart is being overcome with hatred towards my apprentices possessed by the darkness. And with the anger, I feel for stupidly allowing myself to be betrayed. Is this darkness eating away at my heart? I cannot continue to idle away my time here. What are Xehanort and the others attempting to do? I must unravel the mystery of these Ansem reports. Intercept, by, uh, intercept my apprentices and defeat them. That is my mission. The only way to repay the world for my sins. These beings who lack hearts, the heartless, must be the key. The darkness of the heart made flesh curse shadows who not only lack hearts, but multiplying by seizing from any and all living things. Where have they come from and where are they going? These three elements combine to create life. A heart, a soul, and a body. But what of the soul and the body left behind when the heart is lost? When the soul leaves the body, it's a vessel. Life gives way to death. But what about if the heart leaves? A being does not perish when its heart leaves its body. The heart alone disappears into the darkness. There is little time. If I remain in this realm much longer, I will certainly learn those answers the hard way. My heart is already a captive to the darkness. That's a lot to take in. What, what did you get from that, if anything? I, I think what I got from that was the paradise, the, like the, the, you know, the island paradise, I think means that he was happy at okay. one point. Happy with his studies, happy with what he was doing. But then his happiness turns to anger with Xenohort and, you know, his other protégés that he had. Mm. And something happened to where it affected not only his world, but other people's worlds. Right. And he has to, like, make, you know, make everything right again. Well, it seems to me that this is his start of, I need to, his war on his apprentices, basically. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Beast and Belle are going to dance in the courtyard. <laughs> yeah, and then... What a weird turn. And that. then everybody everybody motivates Beast, and, he, and Goofy has the best slide out of everyone. He's like, now don't be bashful. It's Don't so weird imagine. that all these events that actually happen in these movies, like, yep, but Sora's there too. Mm-hmm. Basically. So, I assume that's the end of Beauty and the Beast for this game. Right, because you get the title card at the end again, just like right. uh, Land of Dragons. Right, World. which we had, I think we had that in the last episode, yes. right? Yes. Okay. So... We're down two worlds. So now we go back to... Oh, no, actually, no, we don't. We go to Chip and Dale real quick. I was just going to say, how can you miss that Chip and Dale pick up strange readings? Because they can do that in this world. Yeah, in this, one in of this them, game. One of them thinks it's a glitch. 
which I find interesting. So now, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, you could kind of tell right away where they are. They're in the Pirate of the Caribbean world. Mm -hmm. And here's Jack Sparrow. He's in trouble. And he goes, Zola, I need your help. (laughs) And then it's like, it's Sora, Donald, and Goofy. In that order. In that order. Yeah, it has to be that order. (laughs) So they eventually help Jack fight off the ghost pirate, pirate ghosts. Um, and, well, they came back, which is a little weird considering what happened earlier in the game. So here comes Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is worried because Will went off to sea to look for something. Mm -hmm. And it might have to do with the same thing that Jack is thinking about these Aztec coins and it will goes to the Isla de Muertes. Very good. I didn't know if you would, you would get that or remember that. I, I know I surprised myself too. Um, so, and you know, at first Jack's not going to do it. And then Elizabeth is like, you owe him. He saved your life. And they're like, and he's like, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. And so now, you know, they go out to sea. And as they're, on, you know, as they're out to sea, here's another ship. And Will is on the ship. And he's out. Mm-hmm. So they rescue Will. They get him onto Jack's ship. And... They will tries the best he can to explain that there was someone and a group that came to attack the ship. And he believes he's the only one that survived. And he mentions that there's, you know, someone hood, you know, wearing a black hood and Sora's pretty confident it's a member of Organization 13. Right. So then, as they go up the cabin, here's another member of Organization 13. And basically, he gives like this riddle to them about what if a member is not really a member. And here's this big floating heartless that they have to fight. Yes. So they fight him off. They get him off, you know, they get him off the uh, the ship. And they're about to finish off this guy who takes his hood off after yeah. the battle. I did not catch his name. I was wondering if they said his name either. And I'm going to say no, they didn't. So I'm not going to say anything yet. But the more important thing is he calls Parlay. Yes. Which I had no idea what that was when I first played this game. And then I was like, oh, okay, is this a real thing? And and Goofy being like, Barley? <laughs> he called Barley? 
And then, you know, he gets the explanation. So Goofy's kind of taking on the alcohol on this one. Yeah. So basically, parlay means that you got to stop battling, listen to what his, you know, the person's demands are. Right. And basically, the demands are that he would give Jack and the crew the 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 gold the the tokens the coins mm-hmm. but it's a trap because they get attacked again right and the guy manages to leave so after the this battle is done jack sora donald goofy they go to the cave from the first movie mm-hmm. where we see Jack as a skeleton, as a you know ghost. And they talk about, you know, trying to get the gold back. And Donald again has a Donald has a great line where he's like, Wow <clears throat> Hold on. Yeah. Wow We're not greedy And Sora and Goofy look at him like, Excuse me? You're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so basically they agree to get the four coins yeah why do i have a note here maybe you can remind me of this i have a note somewhere during this where it's sora gets homesick really quick out of nowhere oh yeah he says a line at some at right because he's because they talk about like not being from this area or this world and he's like, uh, I wish I could be home. And then he's like, ah, I'm just messing with you guys. I was going to say, because that's why I wrote the note. I was like, wow, he went from 1 to 10 being homesick really quick. And I mm-hmm. just thought it was interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, so they're going to look for the medallions. Will and Elizabeth come on a boat. Yep. Uh, I guess we just skip actually finding them. Well, it's really not that big of a skip. Because I guess that's true. Yeah. So they get the first coin like rather easily, and then they get back to the port because they think that this guy is going to go after the people of Port Royal. So as they get off the boat, they you know land on they get on the land. Here's the giant floating heartless that we saw a few minutes ago but what we realize is the curse isn't on the coins or yeah there was a curse an alleged curse on the coins but it's not on the coins right not anymore because i think they took care of that the first time they were in the world right the curse is now on jack so they have to fight this monster to basically get rid of Jack's curse. And it is such like a long battle. Like it yeah. goes on for a while and that's where my 30 minutes end. By the way, just a little context to what I was saying earlier cuz I just pulled it up now. Mm-hmm. So Sora says maybe the reason we're all okay is because we're not from this world. Yeah. Because the you said it's not on the coins anymore. It's like on the pirates themselves. Mm-hmm. And then 
Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, Goofy says that. Then Donald says there must be different laws. Jack says yeah. Sora says we're always just passing through. Then yeah. he gets sad and wonders when he'll be able to see home again. That's what I mean. Like, Sora, it took him five seconds to get really homesick. Mm-hmm. After, anyway, being, uh, yeah, after being away for so long. Uh, this, I'm going to just rant on this a little bit now. This is, like, one of my least favorite boss battles in the entire game. Right. Against this stupid thing. Because what happens is you can't just hit this enemy. You have to get all the coins put it in the box, press triangle, and that's only then he becomes vulnerable. Oh, yeah. And it's so... That's why, like you said, it was long. That's why, because it's a really dumb boss fight. I could could imagine, just from watching it, it was a nightmare for people playing this the first time, and maybe even the second or third time, because you're supposed to get, I think the number was 882 coins. And you had to get all 882 of them before you could even go after right. this monster, this yes. thing. So it was just, oh my gosh. Yeah, not great memories for me when it comes to this this boss battle at all. Yeah. Uh, okay, before we get to the board of love and hate, and I'm going to give you three moves for this one. You can move from the love to the hate, from the hate to the love column, or just move people in spaces in their respective columns. Right. Before we do that, I just want to give a quick plug to That's Podcasting.com, and That's Podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. That's where you can find me. Bill, where can people find you? Well, you guys can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. And you can follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. Let's recap the Board of Love and Hate as it is right now. In the love column, first, uh, as the most loved, you have Riku, then Donald Duck, then Sora, then Fake Riku, then Mickey Mouse, then Mm -hmm. Axel, then Pete, and then Kyrie. You have a to-be-determined, which at the end of this season... You will have mm-hmm. to make a decision on. You have Yen Sid. Right. In the hate column, your most hated characters are currently most hated Ariel, then Leon, then Jiminy Cricket, then mm-hmm. Vexen, then Zexion, then Anthem, and finally Mushu. For your first move, what are, is it love? First move, are you actually adding or are you moving a space? I am adding. Okay. Love or hate? Love. Okay. I loved Zaldan. Okay. I thought he was... I I know it was very brief, but his appearance and what he did was so evil Mm -hmm. that it was like, wow. I thought this would have been like a Disney character that could have done this. Okay. So... I'm going to put him in the love column. Mm-hmm. He's ahead of Kyrie, ahead of Pete, but below Axel. Okay, so we'll put Zaldin. Okay, very good. 
Uh, is your next move a addition or a move? It is going to be an addition. Okay. Love or hate? Hate. Okay. I'm going to put Jack Sparrow. Ooh, a very, very controversial. Uh, where do you want to put him? And then while I do that, why don't you explain why? All right. He's only going to go above Mushu. Okay. He's not, like, like he's more towards the bottom. It's just sometimes he can be a rather annoying person. Mm-hmm. And it kind of drives me nuts. So it's like he's a little more annoying than Mushu, but that's really about it. Okay. I, I can't really move him far up at all. That's fair. And now your third one, is it a move or an ad? Or a move, yeah, move or an ad. This one will also be an ad. Okay, love or hate? Love. Okay. I'm going to bring Maleficent into the mix Ooh. again. Okay, where's she going to go? And then you explain why. All right. Which is weird because she I don't, she wasn't in this episode at all, so I'm really right. interested in this one. Okay, go ahead. Where's she going? She's going to go... She's actually going to go right under Donald. Oh, that's high. All right. And the reason I did that was because she represents in this game, anyway, all the villains, I feel, of the first game, with the exception of Ansem. Mm -hmm. She represents all the Disney villains that we got in the first game. And in a way, it's like she's trying to get back at Sora. But at the same time, as we find out, you know, later during the game, she might be the key to helping Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Mm -hmm. So you have that twist in there, which I actually like. So... That's why I have her that far up. All right. All right, very good. So our new lineup is under the love column, most loved Riku, then Donald Duck, then Maleficent, then Sora, then fake Riku, then Mickey Mouse, then Axel, then Zaldin, then Pete, and then Kyrie. To be determined, still Yen Sid. Under the hate column, our list now includes most hated Ariel, then Leon, then Jiminy Cricket, then Vexen, then Zexion, then Ansem, then Jack Sparrow, and then Mushu. Bill, the next episode's all about the 100-acre wood. What are you expecting? Oh, gosh. I'm expecting Winnie the Pooh to be hungry for honey. <laughs> wow, what a shock. I, I expect something to happen with Tigger's Bounce, and I expect Eeyore to lose his tail again. Okay. I, you know, I should write these down to see if they actually come true. For you that. should. All right, so wait, what did you say? Winnie the Pooh eats honey, right? That was one? Right. Something to do with Winnie the Pooh and honey. All right. Tigger okay. will have some kind of issue with his bounce, his jumping. Bounce issues. Okay. Right. <laughs> bounce. I have bounce issues. <laughs> what else and, was the other one? And Eeyore will lose his tail. And Eeyore will lose his tail. Okay. 
<laughs> it is going to be a watch along for the next episode. Uh, I'm probably going to do a, the longer watch along because I I need you to experience some of these crazy mini games they throw at you. Okay. So you got to see some of the gameplay, and I think the one that I found was actually a PS2 version, so the oh, graphics will slightly be a little worse than what you're probably used to. Okay. But, uh, like, I think it's from the original PlayStation 2 release, the way I looked at it. Um, but yeah, so everyone will catch you next time for the watch-along for the Hundred Acre Wood.